Hey everyone, Don here. Welcome to Friday Night Stripes. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. I, I was away at the Sioux Empire Football Officials Clinic. Had a great time out there. Um, Oren and the team put together a great camp. Um, it, it exceeded my expectations as far as all the things I learned about all the, all the lessons to be learned. Um, even going into my fifth year, you know, ego starts to play a role where you start to think you know things. Um, and the great thing is that there's always more to learn. Um, and we'll go over some of the, uh, some of the things that I captured from the various um, on-field work we did and some of the off-classroom uh, work as well. Um, met with some listeners out there, people who've listened to the podcast or been on the podcast, John, Dan, Mark, Jay. Um, thank you all for, for introducing yourselves. Glad to meet some faces. Um, so that's always awesome. So really, really good stuff. Um, so the, the camp itself, the classroom sessions are held at Augustana University, um, which is a nice little college there in, in, um, Sioux Falls, and then there's a sports complex, uh, the Sanford Pentagon Field Sports Complex, uh, where we did the scrimmages, and there were we pro there were probably at least eight fields, if not more, um, out there. So everybody got um, we probably got anywhere from sixty to seventy snaps over the whole um, over the whole time. Uh, so you got a decent amount of work with with good feedback from four different people and they're going to be emailing us the feedback as well we we got the live feedback on point on time um, and then we'll get the email feedback as well the sioux falls area was beautiful there's a river that runs right through the downtown um, it's got some nice short little waterfalls um, really really beautiful uh scenery downtown um, and it's just a great place and and what we did is we made a family vacation out of it we spent the three or four days before the camp over in rapid city black hills area um, we saw mount rushmore crazy horse memorial which was really cool it's a it's a memorial that's in the process of being um built so that's actually really cool a sculpture on a mountain that's in it underway um we saw uh, Custer State Park, which was that we literally stopped on the side of the road five feet from a buffalo. Um, so that was great. And then uh, we saw the Badlands as well while we were out there, which was just phenomenal. It's If you haven't seen pictures of the Badlands, look them up. But then imagine that you just come over a, a hill of a, a, a green field, and then all of a sudden that's, that vista is out there in front of you. So... It was really a great camp, and there's lots of great things I learned from it. The composition of the camp was uh, a couple of NFL guys, and then about six to eight uh, college guys, and then and then a few from the high school ranks, um, North Dakota, South Dakota, Iowa, um, Indiana. Um, that's, that's what the clinicians were made up of, and, and all of them had really good things to say. I did not always agree um, with with the insight sometimes, um, but we had a good discussion. We brought out the rules. We talked about it, um, and we came to a common understanding of each other's positions, even if we ended up not agreeing, um, because at the end of the day, some of this is not black and white. 
Um, some of it is interpretation. Some of it's up to your state association, what they want. Some of it's up, up to your local association, what they want. So, um, so really good stuff there. Um, got it met, met with some people that we're going to, I'm going to have come on as future guests. So we'll have some good discussions there as well. But really what I wanted to get into today for, for just a little bit was some of the lessons I learned and, and how I applied them and, and how well they worked. Um, and the one that was just immediate, the one that was an immediate improvement on my um, pre-snap routine. Um, had a, a clinician tell me not to line up even with the ball before the wide receiver got out there to do, go ahead and take a step into the backfield. And what that does is that automatically halts the receiver. When he's lining up, it's going to halt him just perfectly. He's not going to be too far forward because he's not going to go past you. And if you're on the line of scrimmage, sometimes they, they sneak up to where they're hanging over the ball. But if you take that half a step back um, into the backfield, they're never offside. It worked like a charm. Once I figured out what he was telling me, it worked like a charm. I'm going to immediately put that into my, my game plan um, and, and and use that going forward. That, that was a great tip that is just going to make things so much easier on getting the... Uh, the wide receivers lined up. Um, that was really the biggest thing that I picked up on on the field. Um, the, the other thing that I worked on on the field was, well, there were two. One was I tend to get, I tend to dance at the snap. So when the snap, uh, when the snap comes, I'll get down low. And then I'll kind of shuffle and shuffle and shuffle while I'm trying to see what's going on. And then I'll move. Um, the, the first clinician I worked with early in the scrimmages said, just stop. Just You don't need to go anywhere. If you're moving, your eyes are bouncing. Just sit. Just stand there and don't do anything. Um, and it's something I've been working on for a while. But just the, the constant repetitions of having that as the thing to fix. By the end of the last scrimmage, I was still when the um, when the snap happened and I waited for the play to develop. Um, I also tended to hustle. Uh, I'm guess I'm gonna use the word rush. I also tended to rush with the play, so I'd get downfield and especially on runs up the middle, I'd I'd run because I'm anticipating a runner breaking out and I want to stay with them. And then they get stopped, and I got to backtrack a couple yards. Um, that's never a good look. In my mind, I was always trying to show that I was out there and and willing to run and ready to go and ready to stay with the uh, the play. Um, but at the end of the day, that that those backtracking steps don't look good. So I was able to slow down what I did um, and just kind of let the play flow and then just get to the spot and mark it. And there's no rush there. Um, there's no need to hurry there because at the end of the day, everybody's going to go with your spot one way or the other, whether you rush there or whether you got there a second later. If you're in the area, you've got the right spot. Um, the, the things I picked up on in the classroom, I um, wanted to go over those. So, so, Ed Camp uh, is an NFL official. Um, he's a he's either a wing or a deep wing, and I can't remember off the top of my head now. 
Um, but he, he had a lot of good sayings, a lot of good things to stick in the brain um, that, that I'm going to put down on my pregame review sheet that I'll go over before I get to a game. Um, one you've heard of all the time. The first one is don't officiate air. The, the, if, if there's be, be actively officiating a player. There's got to be somebody you're looking at. That if there's ground, there's nothing to officiate. Um, that one sounds obvious. Don't officiate an unthreatened runner or receiver. Um, if if you've got a, a receiver that's going out and the play's going away and there's no uh, defender on him, yet he's your key, you don't have to stick with him anymore. Um, one that was really good that I did not even contemplate and and this is this was one of those I'm like this is an excellent idea and I gotta I gotta work on this when the ball reverses um, or when there's a sweep away from you you're not officiating the ball so what are you doing I'm usually looking for those those follow-up blocks those those blocks away from the play the most important thing as a wing official you can do on, on things like that after the ball's been handed off, after it's gone away from the quarterback, is keep an eye on the quarterback because the referee probably has moved on. If the quarterback was no longer technically in danger, then the referee has moved on and, and is f following the play. So as the away wing official, it can be your responsibility to keep an eye on the quarterback. You can be watching for your other stuff too, but keep an eye on if the quarterback's in danger, and then that can be your immediate focus. So that was an excellent thing to think about. Um, on sideline passes, the thought is feet to ball. So go ahead and, and check the feet, then check the ball, for because if the feet aren't in, the ball doesn't matter. Um, if the feet are in, then you're going to be able to figure out the ball most of the time. Um, the over middle passes this was another great little tip that I'm going to incorporate is hands to head so move from when you're when you're watching the catch watch the hands then move to the head um, that's that simple hands to head did he catch it and did he get hit in the head that's that it's that simple um, and and it's it's really good um, to be watching for those because that if there that was very very apparent in the clinic this 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 year was they are looking when that when people are evaluating they're looking for are you protecting the players are you enforcing the rules that are there to protect the players because those are essentially the most important rules those are the ones you have to get right Everything else you need to get right, those are the ones you have to get right. So if there's a if there's a hit that you saw and you're borderline on it, then it probably was something you need to go ahead and, and flag. Um, because safety's number one. Everything else is number two, safety's number one. So that was uh, that was certainly something to uh, to keep an eye on. Um, the last point I'll come up with, and this was back to the field work, um, but it was said in the classroom, and that is on plays in your side zone, go ahead and get into the backfield a good five yards. Um, if the play's coming to you, just back into the backfield. 
um, and then follow the play. You don't have to be right on it. They talked about your your optimal um, distance is seven to ten yards. So if there's a play coming to you and you're on the line of scrimmage, you're all of a sudden sometimes you know a foot or or up to a couple yards away. Whereas if you back all the way up five yards, you've got your optimal viewing angle all of a sudden, and you can see a lot more of what's going on. You're not. You're not going to get as tunnel visioned on just the runner. Um, you're going to be able to absorb everything that's happening around the runner, um, and and that's and again that was going back to the unthreatened runner. If the runner's coming out and there's not a def tackler threatening him, be looking at other things um, because there's nothing he's going to do. If he fumbles, well, it's going to be obvious because the ball will be on the ground. Um, but then pick him back up when there's a threat to him. So really good stuff here. Um, I, I've, I've given you a really brief synopsis, but it was, in, in, in all, it was a great camp. I was really glad to be out there. Um, this will probably be the last of the shorter episodes we've got because um, we're, go we're going to have a good, good one on the 25-second clock, 25-40-second clock. Um, then we're going to start to get into clinics. Um, our field clinic is on August 10th. Um, our association's uh, annual get-together is August 3rd. We've got games starting August 14th. Um, so I know that's probably a little earlier here than, than in some other places in the country, but we'll be going as of August 14th um, and starting to call the classics, the, the, the preseason, so to speak, games. Um, and, and it's time to get back on the field. We're less than a month away here in Florida. Um, so hopefully you're, uh, you're getting there as well. Um, and that's about it for today. So be looking for, for future episodes on, on the play clock. And then as we've talked about in the past, during the season, there'll be some uh, pre-games that you can listen to on your way. And then I plan on doing some recaps um, after every week so that we can not only discover things that I saw in my games, but hopefully you all contribute things you saw in your games as well. Thanks very much, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Stripes. Show notes and links to all of the episodes can be found on our website at FridayNightStripes.com. Reviews on Google Podcasts or Apple iTunes are always appreciated as they will help us reach more officials. We are always looking to talk to officials everywhere, so if you want to be a guest, please email hello at FridayNightStripes.com. If you have comments, ideas, or want to correct a mistake we made, you can email us at hello at FridayNightStripes.com. You can also continue the conversation by joining the Facebook group, Friday Night Stripes, or following us on Twitter at Friday Night Stripes. Show music is Fight 'em Down by Flash Fluority, licensed by PremiumBeat.com. We'll see you on the next episode.